Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Carissa, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass, and I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we're all connected, and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hey, hey, welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Shira. Hi, y'all. I'm Karista. And thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Love Always Self. We are always so grateful to have you here on the show with us today. So thank you so much for being a part of this with us. Hello. (laughs) So today, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, We have been discussing this topic for a couple of weeks and we've just kind of allowed it to stew and, um, you know, given us some time to evaluate how we wanted to attack this, uh, topic. So today we wanted to discuss shifting timelines. So moving into alternate realities, how do we do this? What is it? (laughs) Are we making it up? Is it just our imagination or is this something real that we can do with our own lives? Oh my goodness. You know, the first time I even heard about this, um, and if you've listened to any of our previous episodes, I mentioned this guy quite a bit. I listen to him when I fall asleep at night. It's got just such a soothing voice, but um, his name is Brian Scott. Uh, we'll we'll link his channel down below, but um, he talks about, uh, you know, uh shifting pers- or shifting realities, I believe is, is a big topic for him. Um, matter of fact, I believe his channel is called reality revolution. <laughs> um, so, uh, he talks about this quite a bit and, and I've had my, my own experiences with, with this. And I, and I'm pretty sure every last one of us has had this experience and whether, even if we're not aware of it, <laughs> even if we're not aware of it, exactly. Um, should I just go into the story that I, I told you, um, about that dream? I'm sure go right ahead and then we'll loop back around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to jump in. So, uh, I had this dream, uh, it was, it was probably like two years ago and honestly, like it's stuck in my head and it was so, so realistic. Um, and I believe, you know, when you become aware that you're dreaming, it's called lucid dreaming. Um, so in this dream, I kind of, I like look down and I'm in a car and my husband is driving, except it's not our normal car, uh, that we have now, or that we did even two years ago. And, um, and I'm like, where are we, what, you know, like I, I'm, I'm confused about, you know, I could tell he's like irritated with me. I could feel this, like, 
you know, like when, you know, you've been drunk before you have this kind of like, what's going on? You know, like you're just not fully like aware. Um, I had that going on. So I could tell that I was intoxicated and I was like, at that point in time in my life, I wasn't drinking as much anymore. So I was like, oh, I don't like this feeling. I looked down at my legs and I'm like, Ooh, my legs are way skinnier than they are. Like what's going on here? You know? Um, I could feel the texture of my clothes, like everything was just so vivid. And I remember pulling into this uh, apartment complex, like a, it, the gate and he was at the gate code and I'm like, where are we going? And he's like, we're going home. And I was like, no, we don't live here. We live in a house out South. And he's like, what are you talking about Shira? And I'm like, we don't live here. We live in a house out South. And he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, what? <laughs> And it just dawned on me right then and there. I was like, oh my God, I'm dreaming. Mm. And I'm like, but I'm still there. I didn't pop out of it and wake up. I'm still in this, in this moment. And, and I'm like, Hey, when did we move to this place? You know? (laughs) And he's like, what the heck is, and you could see him like getting like really irritated with me. And he's just like, what is wrong with you? He's like, you had way too much to drink tonight. And I'm like, oh my God. And I was like, oh my God, this isn't my reality. And I knew it. And as soon as I made that connection, I woke up. And Mm -hmm. around the time that I woke up, it was probably like 2 a.m., which is exactly the time that we would have normally back in the day, if we were still partiers, probably be coming home from a bar closing, right? And And I was like, oh my God, that version of Shira is in so much trouble. Like that's what I was thinking when I woke up. (laughs) That version of Steven is going to be taking that version of Shira to go get checked out at the mental health facility. (laughs) Right. And I was like, wow, that is fascinating. You know, like, I mean, and I remember every moment of that, even now, two years later from having that dream, you know? Mm And, mm-hmm. and so I've always questioned, is that a different timeline that I was able to tap into in, in my state of being asleep? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you and I have talked about this possibility for, you know, several years, and it's actually something that is discussed frequently in the woo occult, um, you know, mm, taboo area arena, spiritual arena that we're, you know, in and even more so lately. And interestingly enough, you know, I I thought this triggered um, an increase in thoughts around this when I watched the most recent Dr. Strange movie Mm -hmm. and, you know, they acknowledged again, I get it. It's a movie. We're taking it as make-believe. But in the movie, there was a part where in Dr. Strange, if you haven't seen it, sorry. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you haven't, I recommend it. It's just a really good movie. Um, But there's a point where, you know, he recognizes or maybe the, the female character, you know, acknowledges with him that when you are in a dream state, you are connecting with yourself in alternate realities. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of like makes you think like, Hmm, my dreams are pretty wild sometimes. Um, and sometimes I'm really grateful that I wake up in this reality. Yeah. But, you know, one of the things that, you know, this is, this is one of those sci-fi things that we've maybe not yet proven on scientific terms. 
However, we can, you know, reference Einstein's work. He has proven that time is not fixed. Now, our perspective is that it's linear. We live in a, a causation timeline. So cause and effect. So things have to have to happen. And then we see the effects and then there's another cause and then there's another effect. And it's in this linear, you know, going from the past forward into the future. Right. Uh, but in quantum physics, you know, one of the theories that Einstein was, you know, working on was that we, not we, that time is not a solid state. It is not right. just one direction. It's actually expanding and contracting all the time. So when we're considering different dimensions, right, or different realities, it's saying like there's parallel realities. So if you look at a book, right, there's a bunch of pages. If you open the book and you're on page 63, there's still a bunch of other pages below that. Right. And, you know, you just flip that open and that's similar, right? It's, it's one of the um, imageries that we can use to kind of help us understand that when we're on this page, we flip it open, we can move to this page. Interesting. I like that. I like mm -hmm. that visual. I, I, it's taking me to the, the visual I got. Um, mm -hmm. and if you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, um, it's episode 64. Mm -hmm. I, and where my guides were showing me this like ring stacks, right. Um, and that ring stack that I, I describe in that episode was them trying to show me infinity mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. and how there's an infinite number of possibilities all playing out at the exact same now moment and that blew I my just, mind so here's another movie and this is this is an older movie back i think from the 90s but did you ever see the movie sliding doors I don't think so. Okay. So basically it shows this woman with two options in this one moment to, you know, go towards one guy or, or, you know, live her individual life and end up meeting somebody else. Right. And it, throughout the entire movie, it's flip-flopping back and forth between the realities of these Ooh. different choices. And it's very similar, like as far as we have infinite numbers of parallel realities that are occurring at every one time because at every moment we're making choices mm -hmm. and every choice is splitting off into a different reality into those you know different decisions that are made. And so it's literally like this, again, constantly expanding yeah. time. And, and it could timelines. be, and it could even be like something as small as, you know, in this now moment, I've decided to pick up this pen that I'm holding, but there's a completely different now playing out in this now moment timeline where I didn't just do that, or I'm not mm -hmm. even referencing it. And I just stayed quiet. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. it, it could be as small as something like that. Or this morning I chose to put a little bit of extra creamer in my coffee and maybe, you know, there's an alternate timeline on everything is very similar, right? Or it can mm -hmm. be completely different. And, mm -hmm. and so it's just infinite. It's a complete infinite number of possibilities. Uh, if you think of it at that level and it blows your mind. And then another really good uh, thing that I became aware of during that channeling moment was how you can pull in knowledge from 
those timelines that are occurring and you can mm-hmm. bring that into your current now one. Mm-hmm. Um, where you don't maybe have to learn a certain life lesson. <laughs> and, and that's where we also pull in our connection to our higher self mm-hmm. that is in the future and has already gone through, you know, these decisions. Right. And again, infinite number of possibilities of realities and our higher self has been there, you know, experiencing all these different things and different realities. So it's not like we're connecting to just one higher self. It may just be one source of higher self, but multiple higher selves coming together into one. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry. I'm just visualizing that for the first time. Um, and, and so this is just another encouragement to connect deeper with yourself and really learn how to connect to your higher self and start trusting your intuition and that guidance that you receive. Oh man, you just hit something real cool because that, that connection, I want to make sure that our, our listeners heard you say that, that, (laughs) that, that that's so huge. It's so huge that our intuition is guidance from a multitude of perspectives and lifetimes and timelines and realities like and source and all all you know even your guides can tap into that particular aspect of your consciousness and anyway that is a big big thing and that is one of the biggest keys in my opinion of intuition and and following that you know, and that's very connected to like your emotions and and how you're feeling about a certain situation. Maybe that feeling that you, that like gut instinct you get where you kind of like say like you want to do something or somebody, somebody invites you to go do something and you kind of get this like, "Eh, I don't really want to, and you don't really have like a valid reason for feeling icky about it, but you just Mm do. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it's that instinct of a potential timeline that you might've experienced, or maybe you did that thing and it didn't go very well. And so your intuition's trying to tell you, you might not want to do that today, but you have a choice. <laughs> That's interesting because I was uh, given a recommendation by a medical provider to do a procedure that would um, create you know, changes mm. uh, in my physical self. And I am having like major instincts saying, Eh, we need to look into alternative, less invasive therapies first. And so I'm going to take that. I'm already in the process of making those decisions myself um, to listen to that and take different measures to see if I can actually solve the root problem rather than just putting a really big, potentially destructive bandaid on it. (laughs) (laughs) So one of the the things that I I really want to make sure that we pull into this conversation is this is really playing into the fact that we are the creators of our own reality. We are powerful beings and we have the power to create the reality that we want or pull in what we're wanting to experience. It's not as easy as flipping a switch. No, no, but it is possible. And I really wanted to talk about how we can put that into practice. Yeah. So one of the first things is recognizing where your thoughts are at right now, right? Mm -hmm. Because thoughts are the beginning of our actions. That's like 
you don't, most of the time we don't just act right. There's thought behind it. Yes. We can have reactions. Um, but when we're making life plans, we'll just go on big grand scale. When we're making life plans, <laughs> we have thoughts that go into planning and eventually we create and take actions to try and meet those goals. Mm -hmm. And my first question to you is where are your thoughts at? Are your thoughts in a place of lack or are they in a place of abundance? Because where our attention goes, that's where our energy flows. Yeah. So if we are focused on negativity, on woe is me, on I don't have enough, or I will be happy when in the future, right? Those are places of lack. And they are not promoting movement forward in our soul's growth. Oh, maybe they are. No, I take that back. They might be, you know, because I'm just going to say wherever you are right now is actually where you need to be. And that's a tough pill to swallow sometimes. This is so weird because I, I was just listening to this um, Lewis Hay uh, recording late last night before bed. And a lot of what you're saying is exactly what I heard. That's funny. This keeps happening. I have not listened to it. <laughs> no, I know. I know you have it. And like, and this is so interesting to me because I feel like sometimes our uh, in timelines, our future selves will, you know, I believe that my future self is probably expanded upon all the things that you and I have continuously been discovering about ourselves mm -hmm. and what we're capable of doing and all that. Mm -hmm. so I'm pretty positive that my future, much smarter and knowledgeable self has sent back information to younger self. And by learning the, the, the way to do it, right. Mm -hmm. uh, which is by mere thought, may I add, just dawned on me. And and sometimes I feel like she's like, Hey, I'm going to just keep sending you repeated situations and, and confirmations to validate that this is what you need to be paying attention to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And absolutely synchronicities, um, especially like in messages, mm -hmm. because those are probably our easiest to yeah, interpret eh, sometimes, uh, when we get those repeated messages, that's, that's like. Hey, little call sign, like, <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Um, and, and yes, so the, this all starts with thought, right. And what, what we think about on a regular basis and when we inundate our senses with negative news, fear-based thinking, a lot of our thoughts are rooted in that fear-based thought process. And fear is one of the strongest emotions in this physical life. And this, mm -hmm. you know, third dimensional reality, it is, you know, it's big. <laughs> <laughs> so when we are paying attention to fear-based thoughts and feeding it, we are adding energy into that reality, that fear-based reality. And that's what I'm trying to get at with this whole, where is your thoughts? Where are they? rooted in. And I'm not saying that we can always ignore the news, but we can protect ourselves and, and not continue to overindulge ourselves 
with constant articles and stories about negative happenings. We can take time to love and send compassion and healing thoughts for, you know, some of these big events. Yeah. And that is another tool in shifting timelines because we are focusing our energy rather than on the fear-based story and feeding the fear within ourselves. Sorry. Uh, a little boop on the, on the mic, <laughs> doing the she's, hand movements. She's just tapping into it. It's cool. <laughs> so when we're feeding those fear-based thoughts, we're feeding into that fearful reality. Whereas when we shift into this love, compassion, I'm sending healing energy, we're feeding that reality and we're supporting the collective the world as a whole in those thoughts and in those energies. And this is why it's so important, you know, in in my mind, and again, take it or leave it as all the things that we say, if it resonates with you, right? But this is why I feel it's so important to put into practice this place of knowing where you're at, right? Mm -hmm. This, this thought process of, um, I'm having a a reaction to something that's being said to me. And, and why do I feel like this? Right? Because the more self-aware you are, about how you're, you know, either contributing to the programming that you've had for all this time, or, you know, where you're shifting your ability within to like, understand, you know, like, how am I, how am I doing? Um, I feel like that is a direct impact to your thoughts. And that is a direct, those thoughts are your direct impact into your reality. Yes. Observing yourself is very important in growing yourself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, you know, recognizing where our thoughts are at, first of all, choosing what thoughts we're going to feed leads me to being purposeful in what thoughts we will allow to continue versus transmute and let go. Yep. So being intentional in shifting our mindset, shifting our old patterns into new ones and being purposeful in where we're placing our energy. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well said. Thanks. (laughs) And I I like step, step step-by-step stuff, you know, it makes things sound easier, but really it just takes practice, a lot of practice. And it's so much worth it. Like it's so much worth it. It is so worth it because it creates a whole new way of being in the now because you're literally reprogramming, you know, these neuron patterns in your mind. So there are strong patterns. If you regularly think negatively, if you're regularly in a fear state, those pathways are strong in your brain. They are well exercised. So what this is doing is teaching you how to exercise different pathways and train your brain to think differently. I, I love that. And honestly, like, as you were saying those things, I was just like sitting here thinking about, you know, you know, our, our thoughts do shift our timeline and I'm still going to go back to that, you know, message I heard last night that somehow, some way we are talking about right now, (laughs) just, just cool. Um, the, the, the thought 
that you are having, that you're focusing on, that you're creating your reality with, the timeline that you're jumping into, which is by shifting your focus. And this is something that the guides have taught me, right? Um, that you can focus in on any timeline, right? Um, it doesn't just affect your your surroundings and the physical. It also sur- affects your physical body mm-hmm. and, and how that can change. That you can change all of that. And I do love the um this uh this fear part, right? Like and how we do play into fears quite a bit. And when we're playing into that space, we're focusing in on that timeline that's occurring. Um, and we're generating that. I heard this story. I'm not going to tell you the story because I don't want anyone to focus in on this story, but I heard this story and, uh, and her, her message to humanity basically was, um, very focused on a timeline that this planet's going into. That was not great. And Mm -hmm. And I kept thinking the whole time I was listening to it, I was like, I feel like I'm going to just wipe this one clean and and try not to remember this anymore because I don't want to focus on something like that and actually create it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in that particular reality. And yes, I do believe we are that powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See? Boom. <laughs> Knocking shit around. <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> I think the idea also that our past is set and the future is yet to come is an illusion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just playing into this illusion that the past and the future are separate mm. also. And, you know, one of the theories in quantum physics is that everything is happening all at once all things, all past, all future, all present is happening right now. Yep. That's what I've been shown. Blew my Mm -hmm. mind. Mm -hmm. So this limitation that we're living is an illusion in this world, in this earth experience. And so we need these things, right? We chose to come here to have soul growth. And maybe some of that growth is in recognizing the awesome, infinite creator that we are and learning how to expand ourselves outside of our perceived limitations and illusion of separation. And that right there, you guys, is our wonderful episode for you today. So one other one other thing that I want to make sure to include is there's no end to our creating. None whatsoever. We create and continue to recreate. So again, this is just another tool that we're presenting as possibilities that we can use to continue to recreate ourselves and our desired experiences in this life. So to make this a little bit more tangible, when, when we are receiving information on maybe how to, you know, Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to go back to like, this is old news, right. From two years ago, uh, pandemic starting, right. 
Mm -hmm. were given information that was a lot of fear-based information, but we were also given some scientific information. I'm not going to go into the details because there's a lot of back and forth. This is not the point of this, right? right? So first there's a thin line and I'm, I'm going to say this, I'm aware, like as a person in the healthcare field, there's a thin line between being preventive and taking it to a fear-based place. Mm-hmm. So some of the recommendations right in the pandemic were to wear a mask, social distance, wash your hands. We had a choice to say, okay, I hear that these are the preventive measures. I'm going to go ahead and take that information and use it. But am I going to live in fear and continue to stay inside and not have any social contact whatsoever? Or will I make a decision to adjust how I have social contact? meet at a park outside, you know, zoom, which, you know, we've all had that experience a little, it's not nearly as fulfilling as, you know, a good old hug, but we were taught that that may not be safe. So in that time, did we completely disconnect from everybody or did we make a decision on how we could navigate through it in a preventive, but still loving and joyful manner? Yeah. So many of us experienced a lot of fear, including myself, right? I'm not above that. I did too. Yeah. That was a rough year for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, for more reasons than just that. Um, and I guess what I'm trying to show here is that where our thoughts are at, it contributes to how our body does feel and how inflamed it is and how dis-ease, you know, how at dis-ease it is. And we had a choice to create a reality that was out of fear or create a reality that navigated around potential environment, or not environmental, but you know, like, um, invaders (laughs) invaders <laughs> invaders <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that you Thinking know body snatchers sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we we were given a choice to either you know again be in that fear based or navigate and and promote wellness in a different way and that those choices were creating different realities within our physical body yeah fear based more inflammation Um, whether that's weight gain, whether that's headaches, whether that's, you know, GI upset rashes, you know, there's a whole load of, you know, symptoms that can be presented because of stress, or are we going to still fulfill our needs safely while protecting our body and maybe focusing more on yoga and going on regular walks with people and, you know, that's promoting a sense of well-being and love and connection and compassion while still being cognizant yeah. of potential negative impacts, right? 
I don't know if I said that really well, but this is, you know, but I mean, things it's just, I were thinking in the moment. Yeah. And it's just further proving, you know, the point and, and that's that you, we are again, powerful beings that can control. I hate the word control, but that we can control. <laughs> I don't have another word for it. Um, how we think and how we react mm-hmm. and that changes your physical aspect that changes the reality around you. Um, that changes like the next move you plan to make. Mm-hmm. And, and so now two years down the road, like the, the people that were really stuck in that fear-based place, you know, they're still, they're still connected to that many of them and they're experiencing some more body discomforts. Whereas the people that were able to choose a way to navigate it without just being stuck in this fear-based place, gosh, we're looking to them right now for guidance on, you know, uh, shifting our perspectives and shifting how we uh, respond versus react. Wouldn't that have been nice to hear? <laughs> Hindsight is 2020. It is. Um, it is. I'm not staying there. I'm not staying in that place. I'm over here now. Yeah. <laughs> Shift with me, everybody. <laughs> so while, you know, this whole idea of, you know, alternate timelines and different realities and, you know, multiple parallel unlimited timelines. Yeah. A lot of it sounds very sci-fi, right? Um, but I would encourage you not to limit the possibilities and just consider yourself, you know, in this role. What can you do to create or shift into a preferred reality, a preferred experience? A preferred timeline. A preferred timeline. <laughs> All righty, y'all. Uh, thank you so much for being here, for supporting us. Oh, it's just been a, a consistent joy and uh, just spirit just rising and, and, you know, illuminating watching, uh, our, our audience, you know, follow us along. It's just, it's humbling. Um, and, and it's a beautiful thing. So, uh, please, if you haven't, uh, don't forget to like subscribe and hit the notification, um, on the little bells and the whistles, <laughs> because this does help us grow. And we again, really appreciate the support and the love and all of you. Thank you so, so much. Um, and if you haven't had a chance, I really do encourage that you listen, uh, back to episode 64 and, uh, episode 65, they, they really do tie into a lot of the things that we discussed today. Mm -hmm. So, and thank you very much for listening to us and following us and sending us messages. I have one more thing before we sign off. The more people that shift into creating these realities filled with love and compassion, the more likely as a collective, we are going to shift into that, Mm -hmm. not just because of the thoughts, but because that will be uh, followed by action that supports those creations internally. 
So we can do this. We can create. create. Yes. <laughs> World peace, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget the love first, guys. <laughs> and love last. <laughs> and love always. <laughs> you have a wonderful day. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and laugh for a while. Bye, everybody. Bye. Hey, listener, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to our next connection. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow to stay notified of new content from Love Always Self. If you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss, please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below. I'm Karista. And I'm Shira. And until next time, remember to love first, love last, and love always. Love Always Self Podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.